you are invited to join the Fueled by Faith membership community. Inside this membership, you will have access to a Telegram text thread where you will find other female leaders that are getting filled by the Holy Spirit daily. You will also have access to our monthly virtual Zoom calls that are all about connection as well as getting the word and being connected to the women that are inside the community as well as the Lord and the Holy Spirit inside this membership. There's also a monthly meetup for those of you that are local to Wilmington, North Carolina. But don't let that hold you back if you are not local to Wilmington, North Carolina. We are looking to grow the Fuel by Faith community within the next couple of years. Let me bring you into the global vision that is starting here with this Fuel by Faith community here in Wilmington, North Carolina. For those of you that are looking for community, that are looking for in-person meetups to meet other faith-based and driven women that are leaders inside your community, we are looking to expand in the next couple of years where you can have access to a Fuel by Faith community right in your backyard with ongoing chapters that continue to add and pop up. This is where we are headed in our vision, and we would love nothing more than to hear back from you if you're not local to Wilmington, North Carolina, if you would be interested in having this in your community, where that's located at, and giving you the blueprint of how we can get that started. If you want to join the membership or you're looking for more information on how to bring Fuel by Faith closer to you, just send us an email at info at sheassistyou.com or find us on Facebook inside our community and send us a message at the Fuel by Faith community page. Welcome to the Fuel by Faith podcast. I'm your host, Emily Vermeer. As a wife, mom, and business owner, I found myself stressed, anxious, bitter, and overwhelmed the majority of the time. Constantly taking care of everyone else, getting to my agenda, you know, the basics, food, water, working out, devotion, and quiet time. If I had the time, which either rarely happened or was just a check off the list, it was when I was searching for a community of women that I could invest in and get support from. God spoke through a friend of mine that this is something that I would create. So here we are, the Fuel by Faith podcast, giving female leaders like yourself a fill-up so you can be encouraged, equipped, and empowered daily by plugging into the Lord and allowing Him to overflow in your life so then you can overflow into others, ultimately moving the needle forward for the kingdom of God. God. So sister, let's dive in. Hello, Fueled by Faith sisters. We are so excited to be in your beautiful ears today. And I am so thankful to be in the presence of this woman who is going to be a guest speaker with us today. As you guys know, I love to bring more perspective, more stories, more testimonies to you because 
I know that God works through other people and what you may hear from other people may touch you, may impact you, and it may even lead you to a friendship with this person or whatever it may be. But I'm so excited to have Mavie Emerson on today. She is a wife and a mama and the CEO and founder of the Fierce Social Society. It's a social media and marketing and strategy um, company that she has. And it has been so beautiful to watch her journey. I actually started following her. I stumbled upon her on Instagram probably, I don't know, like two and a half years ago, three years ago-ish. And I just started following and watching. And I, what I love so much about Mandy is she's just genuine. She's hilarious. And she loves Jesus. And I just absolutely love it. And um, just how you share your story and who you are. And I think there's not enough people like that. So when I see people like that, I just love to just let them know how special they are. So thank you, Mandy, for being on today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to have a chat with you, be on this podcast with you, and just honestly know you and be connected to you through good old social media. So thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I'm so excited. So we always start the episode just right at it as sharing a fueled by faith story or a living testimony that you may have and um, that you would like other people to hear. Oh, I love this. Also, I had to take a step back and be like, oh my gosh, you called me a mama because that's like fresh. Yes. It's so fresh. Um, yes. I love that wifey, mama, CEO. <laughs> let's just like, oh, let's go. Yes, I, I don't it. take it on. Yes, let's go. Okay. <laughs> gosh, I, I honestly... I honestly could pull from quite a few um, experiences and and stories of being fueled by faith because God has just been present in my life just so many times. And uh, I mean, he's always present in our lives, but there have just been moments where you just like look up at the sky and you're like, I know that was you. That was totally, yeah. I see you. Okay, that was good. That was so good. <laughs> and I would have to say um, that one of, one of the biggest uh, fueled by faith moments I would actually say it was during the pandemic when um, when everybody was kind of pivoting in a lot of different ways, whether it was with their work, their jobs, family, friends, just so much, so much was happening, obviously, during that very uncertain time. And I, I would say that a good amount of that time, I was very at ease and calm when all the world felt like it was being turned upside down. And obviously, there was a concern by like, what is this? What are we going to do? Um, and I had been working for a cosmetic company at the time. And I'd been in cosmetics, have been a part of cosmetics for the last like 10 years. I love makeup. I love playing around with with beauty products and whatnot. Um, but after I had gotten, uh, I had moved to the Midwest to be closer to the boyfriend who is now the husband. Um, <laughs> things were just very uncertain. After, after we had gotten married and um, I was working for a cosmetic company, I knew that wasn't where I wanted to be. But I just didn't know what the right step was going to, what what that was. So when the pandemic happened, I just kind of let, and I had lost my, I lost my job with the cosmetic company. Um, a lot of people had lost their jobs, so I almost feel like I can't even say that because I was a, I was a contractor, so it was just my my position went away, really. Um, and I just I just kind of opened up my hands. I was like, okay, God, I'm gonna let you lead. Obviously, I'm gonna let you lead everywhere, anywhere, all the things. And that's what led me into what I'm doing now with social media. And it was just one of those like, I'll let you lead. 
Like you are, I'm totally in your hands, whatever you have for me, like I welcome with open arms. And I would actually say that that was just, just that that's just the beginning. And ever since then, I've had, you know, these little moments of you're in the right place. Keep going at it. I know it seems hard at these times, or are you even doing what you're supposed to be doing? I feel like God always just shows us these little glimpses. Um, And the most recent one is when I was at a conference and I had multiple women come up to me and say, your program, your courses, your this have completely changed my marketing strategy. And now I'm, you know, doing the business I wanted to, and I'm seeing the success I wanted to, I'm seeing the return that I wanted to. And that was just that reaffirming uh, sign message from the good Lord above that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So I would say it's kind of twofold, but pandemic as uncertain and as crazy and as upside down the world was, I felt like God has just been in control the entire time. And I never felt that chaos. I just felt his calm. I just felt his peace. Uh, Um, So I'd probably say that's the, that's one of the biggest one as far as fueled by faith and in business as well. Yes. I love that so much. I would love to hear like in your business when things were maybe not rocky, but when things were where you were questioning, right? When you're like, is this it? Is maybe you're doing it and something happened in the business that you're like, oh crap, maybe this isn't it. How, what did you do to lean on him to show you, okay, this is actually, I'm actually going to stick the flag in the sand and be like, okay, this is it. Instead of this like teeter totter, am I in, am I not in kind of thing? I would actually say that it's, um, it is an ongoing task that I have to be so aware of is that God brought me to this business for a reason. He put me in the position that I'm in. And I think a lot of times when we think about, you know, these big dreams that we have, we don't necessarily see how God could use us in the positions that we are. So even um, my husband, for instance, being in accounting, he's probably like, what's God going to do with me, through me in an an accounting space? Or same thing can go for me. A lot of times we think like, how can we bring glory to God when we're not either doing volunteer work? Like we automatically go to that volunteer work, being on the worship team or serving at church or like becoming a (laughs) pastor. And that's that's not it at all. That God is using us in every way possible, and He needs us in the positions that we are. Just like with this podcast episode or uh, hosting this podcast in general, the businesses that we have. Um, but there are times where the objective or what I'm working towards is not what God wants me to focus on, and it's very easy to get wrapped up into those worldly desires, those worldly things, values of the world and values that are not in alignment with Christ and what he's called us to do and really what scripture tells us to do. Um, So it's very easy for me to get hung up on the numbers or to say like, dang it, this webinar or this workshop, or I didn't get that many people signed up for the program or whatever it may be. I'm getting too hyper-focused on the numbers and not more focused on the the lives that I'm impacting or the businesses that I'm yeah. impacting, which is the whole reason why I got into this business in the first place. The fact that I get to make a living with it is the blessing. And that that's just like the bonus of part of it too. I think there's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, we could probably unpack that too, but getting paid for what you do, people are like, I shouldn't be getting paid for, you know, the glory of God. I'm like, wait a minute, he's going to bless you with this monetary value so you can go do good works in the world. Yes. Like, but that's like yes. a whole other talk- topic. Yeah. But I would get too focused on the worldly 
things, which is just so easy for us to fall into. Um, and it's really that constant. I'm constantly praying that God put this email in front of who it needs to get in front of, put this program in front of who it needs to go in front of, and let this post be seen. Let these words be heard, right? The right person, God, bring the person that needs to hear this so that I can help them in their business, in their life. So then they can then help somebody else, right? That should be the focus. And it can, it can just be easy to fall into that trap of worldly desire. So for me, it's actually a daily task to just put God at the front of my business and make sure that I'm focusing on what he wants me to focus on. Amen to that. I feel like we all get stuck in that trap. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that you said it's a daily thing. I feel like so many of us forget that he is available to us all the time, all day, every day, 24 seven. Yeah. And that we have access to him more than just Sunday or Wednesday night and that we can have that personal, like we don't need a pastor to lead us to that. We don't need anyone else to bring us to that. You can go to him today. And I just appreciate you saying it's a daily thing because so many people and, you know, we see the highlight reels of people and most of us can get in this mindset of, oh, it's easy for them. Oh my it's gosh. easy for them, right? Yeah. But they don't see this backward or the internal training that we're doing of seeking the Lord right. daily, sometimes moment by moment, you know? So I think it's so important to highlight that for sure. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes it is just, this is the best thing. Well, not the, one of the best things about God, right? One of the many best things about God. Yes. He knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. He knows your struggles. He knows all of it. So your prayers don't even have to be perfectly articulated. In the in the moment of struggle or in the moment of whatever it is, and you just say his name, he knows. He's like, girl, I got you. It's, it's fine. Here is my peace. Here is my comfort. Here is my perfect peace and comfort. I, you don't even have to say the words. I know what you need. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's the best. That is the best. That just makes my, my makes my day so much better. Like there's so many other places where like I got to have the right words. I got to have the right content. I got to have not with God. I just have to say Jesus Christ, Lord. That's it. And he knows and he yes. will he will correct whatever I need correcting. That's probably like one of my one of my many favorites of of our God is he just knows. You don't have to you don't have to spell it out. You don't have to have the perfect words. Just say his name and that's it. Exactly. And that's what that's what he wants from us. Yes. Like he wants us to seek him and he's our dad. He, he's our father. And just like our earthly fathers, we don't have to say the right things. We don't have to do the right things. We can climb up in their laps and they just know. Parents, they just they know. do that instinct. I tell you what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So I would love for you to share like when it comes to to business, mixing your faith into Mm. it. I know before I got into doing my own thing that, well, one, I didn't quite have a relationship with the Lord yet. Um, It was more corporate. It was more, I go to church on Sundays and I'm obedient, right? I was the one that showed up all the time, but I didn't have the relationship. Yeah. How would you encourage people to seek to blend their business with their faith? Oh, that's such a good question. And this is all this is an ongoing daily thing for me too. I think it will always be an ongoing daily 
uh, exercise or um, thing that I'm just aware of. And I never want to not be aware of it. Yes. But I really, it is not being afraid to speak up. It is not. And and I mean, speak up in a way that it's just a part of your conversation. It's a part of your daily dialogue. Right. Um, I think we some of us may be apprehensive because we don't want to offend. We don't want to um, make anybody uncomfortable uh, at that. But it there's nothing that says nothing about being a Christ follower that says this is going to be comfy. This is going to be. This is going to be safe. This is going to yeah. like be great all the time. Mm. When we decide to follow Christ, we are also signing up for the uncomfy, for the not so like sunshine and rainbows all the time. Like we are signing up for that. I feel like that needs to be f- up up front and center. Yes. But it, it will make people uncomfy or it might not, but it's not our responsibility to uh, censor that, censor yes. our our relationship or censor our thoughts or sen- not even censor our thoughts, but censor our dialogue when if that's just a part of our daily life and occurrence, right? Don't worry about how they're going to receive it. They're going to receive it however however they're going to. That's not our responsibility, right? If we're speaking with integrity, if we're speaking with love, if we're speaking with, you know, that what, how, how God wants to use us, right? If we allow him to use us as a vessel, He's he's going to speak through us and it's going to be in a loving, caring, kind way, right? Yeah. Don't worry, don't worry about how they're going to take it. Just don't worry about that. And maybe that's something that you pray about every single time you do a podcast recording. You go on your stories and you want it to be a part of it. It's just like, God use me. That's it. Yes. God use me as a vessel. Yeah. Speak through me right now and just let everything earthly, worldly of me fall away and you just speak through me. Let that be your short sweet little prayer. And don't worry about how they're going to respond to it, but allow it to be a part of just your everyday dialogue that those are the, that's how you talk. That's how you speak. That's, those are the things that you say and let, let that be your norm and, and, and forget the rest. The rest doesn't matter. Yes. Yes. I love that. All of it. That's so good. I would love to unpack a little bit of what you were talking about. (laughs) Unpacking. Let's go. Let's unpack it about how you were saying we when we signed up for this, that we, it didn't say that it's going to be comfortable. Yeah. Like I, like, I'm sure that you get this a lot in what you do when we're talking to people about coming on in the business, right. Of doing something super uncomfortable, how they're like, well, will I have to do this? Cause if I have to do that, then I, pro- I don't want to do it. Right. Like, do I remember when I was teaching people how to be assistants online, virtual assistants online, they were like, well, to get business, do I have to post on social media? Like, do I have to show up? And I was like, well, <laughs> like, if you want to grow and you want to find people like super simple. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would love to unpack that and like talk about this uncomfort to get to that victory, to get to where he's calling us, because there are low lows that come with it. And there are things that we have to trudge through to get through the other side. So I would love to hear your like viewpoint on that. Yeah. I think the thing to remember is that it's temporary. The discomfort and the unpleasant is temporary. It's, it's not going to last forever. And, and it's almost like when you, um, rile yourself up before riding a roller coaster and then you do it and you're like, wow, 
that actually wasn't all that bad. <laughs> yeah, right? And now you're like, I can I can go on every single ride in this amusement park. And now you're just Let's like unstoppable. Go. You're a completely new person. But I, I think focusing on the 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 outcome more so than the process is is what's gonna get you through the process. Is focusing on what am I gonna learn from this? How much better am I gonna be? Who else am I gonna serve? Like what what is waiting for me on the other side? Focusing on that instead of, oh my gosh, this is gonna suck. This is going to be so hard. This is, uh, I don't want, if you focus on that, you are going to stall out completely. You are going to stall yourself. You're going to stay right in the same position if you focus on the negative and the discomfort. Just focus on once I get this done, I know you already know. It's just like working out. You know, you're going to feel better at the end of it, right? Yes. You know, you're going to feel awesome. Those endorphins are going to kick in and that that happy juice, I say happy juice, but it's like the happy brain chemicals or hormones are going yes. off in your brain. Like, yes. you know. We all know like it's proven by science, right? So if you yeah. know that the end result is going to be good, focus on that instead. And then time's going to go by. I literally have to just like psych myself up. I say workout because I hate working out because <laughs> it is so uncomfortable. Like I let's just be honest. Uh, let's be <laughs> yes. honest. I, so uncomfortable. I, I'm not as strong as I want to be. And, you know, recovering from a C-section, I'm like, I just I want to go nap all day. I don't want to do anything else. But I Let's know work out those. Yes. Yeah. But I know at the end I'm gonna feel good. But if so, if I focus on that instead of the process, it does make it a lot, it's gonna make it easier. It's not gonna make it like perfect. It definitely does make it easier. So it's the exact same way of trudging through the difficult is you can't you can't. Uh you have to kind of play a little bit of a uh trick on your brain a little bit. Let's just focus on the reward at the end and how much better we're gonna be instead of how hard it's going to be. Right. And if we're called to it, right? If you're called to it, you know that he would not lead you astray. Right. You know, he's totally going to, he's going to bring you through it. He is. And there's, I think there's this common misconception of like, he only hands you things that you can handle. Nah. (laughs) He's going to hand you things you can't handle because you are, we are meant to lean on him. We are meant to walk through life with him. We can't do this stuff on our own. So this is where we really have to lean on him and say, give me the opportunity. I almost, I I steered away from give me the strength or give me what I need to get through this. No, Lord, just give me you. Give me the opportunity to walk through this with you so that I can be better on the other side. So I can serve more people so that I can see that reward and I can see what you have in store for me. It it really is that, that 100% giving of ourselves to him and leaning on him so that we can get through it. We are we are worthless by ourselves. We cannot do things by ourselves. We're not meant for that. We're not made for that. Right. Correct. That was not in his mind's eye when he breathed us into life. It was like they are here for me to rely on me. And that's so important to hear. I know when I was growing up and when I went to school and all the things, I never knew that. I never was taught that. I grew up in church. I always say that I grew up in church, but I never grew up in church. Sure, sure. I know what you mean. You know, it's kind of same. Yeah. Yeah. Like people, like I was there every, it was all obedience. It was all, we're going to be here and we're going to serve. Mm-hmm. But don't lift up your hands, stand up at this time, say these words, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And that was it. And I, was never taught lean on him always lean on him you're not supposed to do this alone and now I'm recovering from that 
of like, oh, I don't have to do everything. <laughs> like by that myself? was a big story. Isn't that just such know? a relief though too? Like you don't yes. have to do stuff by yourself. You're not meant to. It says in scripture, yes. you are not meant to do life alone, right? Yes. We're, we're meant to have friends. We're meant to have relationships. Yes. Relationships is such an important aspect of our life here on earth. It, just as much as our relationship with him, yes. we're not meant to do life alone. And we're certainly not meant to do it without him. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's segue into that a little bit about community, okay? Because I know you are big into that, and I know you collaborate a lot and support a lot of other women that collaborate too, because we are all, like you just said, we are all in this together, and we are better together. So I would love to hear your thoughts on like working together with other women and coming into community, maybe with the Lord, yeah, maybe without the Lord being the focus, but how you kind of navigate that and guide through that and how it supported you. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So when I'm going back to when I first started with this whole social media thing, I really actually did not know where this was going to go as far as a business. I just knew that I wanted to pour now all of this time, energy, space into something from social media. Um, But before before Reels came out, before all of that, TikTok was like on the brink, right? Like people were getting onto TikTok and I was like, that app scares me. I'm not going over there. (laughs) Um, I, I really poured into community and networking with people and making connections. I think I innately knew um, and kind of uh, learned that the concept of growing anything really takes networking, connections, conversations, like one-on-one conversations, if not in a group of some kind. And it goes back to, we can't do this by ourselves. So I really poured a lot of effort at daily into making new connections and having new conversations and meeting new people. I, um, even prior to all of that, prior, uh, before the pandemic, when I moved to, uh, Chicago, uh, so my, my husband is actually originally from Wisconsin, grew up on a dairy farm outside of Milwaukee. Um, and I moved to Chicago to be closer to him. And I immediately, I, I knew nobody except for a few family members. I was living with my great grandmother and I immediately got, uh, plugged into a church I got plugged into my sorority alum group. I got plugged into a um, entrepreneurial uh, type of group as well. Like I found Facebook groups. I immediately got plugged in because I just knew the power of connections. So even before I was doing social media stuff, I just know that the power of connections is big. And, you know, they've said um, it's not what you know, it's who you know, right? You could meet the right person, right place, right time, and it could just completely change your life forever. Or it could just be like the next stepping stone in your career, in your life, whatever it may be. It's all people-based. It's not the latest hashtag trend. It is not a trending audio. Like it's none of that. It is people. It is making making connections with new new people and being introduced to new people and running with a certain uh, community or getting plugged in there. So I, even before social media, I was already doing that just so I could, I wanted to make friends. Like it wasn't even business related. I just wanted to make my own friends. Yeah. Because again, we are just not meant to do this life alone. We're not meant to be by ourselves. So then when it came to social media, that totally transpired into that space as well. So uh, even today, I send what I like to call welcome DMs. 
Um, and some people may absolutely cringe at this, but that's fine. You can have your own opinion of this. But when somebody follows me, I really try to make an effort to send a DM to them and say, I'm breaking the ice. I'm not going to wait for either a comment to come through. I'm not going to wait for a story interaction. I'm going to say, hey, I saw that you followed me. It's so great to connect with you. I see that you have a puppy or you have a newborn too, or you have a preemie. I mean, you and I were bonding over that just before we hit record, but like, I'm going to find something that you and I have in a common space and I'm going to break that ice. I'm not going to wait. And I don't, I'm not coming at you with like, oh, here, buy this from me or here's my program. It's hi, I see you. Great to meet you. Can't wait to connect more. And most of the time, those conversations then continue on. And some of them have bought from me. Some of them have not. And that's fine because it's at the end of the day, again, it's not just about numbers. People are not numbers and their money is not just numbers. It's investment. It's connections. It's you know impacting lives in the way that we can. So that's kind of like how that has transpired even to this day. Connections is what's going to drive your business. Networking, collaborating big fan of collaboration over competition. I know that's not like a new thing, but we are all welcome in this space. There's room for all of us. If you see somebody doing something that you're like, dang, she's killing it or she's doing awesome or she's doing what I want to do. Look at that as an example that it's possible. Don't look at that as she's filling the space. No, she's filling her space. That's it. She's not filling yours. She's not filling somebody else's. She's filling her own. And you can fill your own space too because she has shown that it's possible. So that should be the inspiration. Like she did it. I can too. And that's exactly. It. Yes. I love that so much. And it's so good to hear that. It's refreshing. I know I've heard it before, but you can't hear that enough of because there's so many people that are now and now with social media, we are kind of given permission yeah. to go for it. Right. We're seeing all these people go for it. And it's it's nice and humbling to see that oh my gosh, there's other people that can show us the way. There's other people that, and it's not saying you have to do it this way. What I love about what I'm doing is that it's a mixture of all my mentors. It's a mixture of what I've seen working and what I didn't like about it, right? So I could be like, I don't want that, but I'm going to do this and this and this, and it can be what we want to make it. Yes. Magical. It can be magical. Yes. Yeah. Just let it be. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So good. Well, I just appreciate you so much. This has been so fun. I would love for you to share like how people can find you um, and what you have for them, what you're offering and um, where they can find you on social media. Yes, absolutely. So um, you can actually come listen to my podcast as well, The Fierce Social Podcast. Um, We talk about entrepreneurship and business. And I think we're going to start mixing some mamahood stuff in there because I'm now officially a mama. He is out in the world. He was also, we were talking about this earlier, but he was also very excited to get here nine weeks early. He was like, no, I will have my debut on this day instead of this. (laughs) So we have just been um, soaking that up. But Come hang out with me on uh, the Fear Social Podcast. Otherwise, on Instagram, I'm at the Mandy Emerson as well as the Fear Social Podcast. If you are struggling to get Instagram to work for your business, um, I do have a five-step proven program called the Fear Social Society. Walks you through everything that you need to know as, as well as community building, how to really connect with people genuinely that doesn't feel icky or gross or pushy. Um, and how to use Instagram effectively to grow your business, make that impact uh, in your community, in your life, and uh, for the glory of God, of course. Why we're why we're even having this podcast episode? 
Exactly. Well, thank you so much for your time today and just for doing what you're doing unapologetically and being who God called you to be. I don't feel like enough of us get that affirmation um, from others of seeing us as God sees us. So I just want you to know that you're doing good work and it is seen. And I am so thankful for you. And I'm thankful for having you on this podcast and um, gracing our listeners too. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Emily. I'm so glad that you invited me to do this. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'm going to give it right back at you. Thank you so much for hosting this space. Thank you so much for this episode. Thank you for all the episodes you've done. You really are just doing what God called you to do as well. And keep going, girl. You're doing exactly what you should. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for listening to the Fuel by Faith podcast. We would love it if you could go and leave us a five-star review and how this podcast is impacting you. This will help us move the needle forward to get this podcast out to more and more communities, more and more women that need to be fueled by faith.